You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Welcome back, everyone, to Empire of Rust, your one true podcast and the only podcast that celebrates the best holiday in the world. Do you know what that is, Adam? Do you know what that holiday is? Uh, well, I think I should. Is it, uh, is it Motherboard Day? Motherboard Day! Happy Motherboard Day, yeah. everybody! The one day of the year where you honor the circuit boards you came from. Ah, uh, yes. The nurturing circuit boards. <laughs> so I guess for me, it's more like Motherboard Nature Day. Well, you come from a circuit board too, don't you? I don't really... Do we? Like, again, we're from a primal planet. Like, you know, so it's just like... I'd like to believe that we're actually beyond circuit boards at this point. Like, you know, we're quantum computers, if, if not <laughs> something more. So what do, you, what do you send your mother over there, like a, a dead animal or something? Well, no, like I mean, or? most of the time it's, you know, mothers are just waiting around to die to protect their young. That's really what happens in the, you know, the, the primitive cultures. You must get bored if there's no one trying to kill you. I bet while. they do. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've, I've never been a mother, so I don't know. Oh, I bet there's more than one time you've been a mother. <laughs> you know who'd be able to answer this question for us? Rex. Oh, yeah. If there's any bot that's a mother, is that mother. <laughs> <laughs> that that mother former. <laughs> but yes, listeners, go ahead and be certain to honor your motherboard today. But your motherboards aren't going to be able to help you where you're going. Bum, bum, bum. The Steel Haven hangs in a low orbit like a silent predator circling the skies above Iacon. On board the bridge of the Steel Haven, a proximity warning flashes on Takedown's screen. For a brief second, it looks to him like a ship had just veered off the space lane, conducting traffic to Iacon's spaceport. But when he examines it again, he sees no ship veering off course. Takedown, report. The watch commander barks at him in a guttural voice that'd be better suited for a Yukarin. Aye, sir. I thought I saw a ship veer away from the lane markers, but it was nothing. Hmm. Probably a colonist who still hasn't learned to fly. A chorus of <laughs> chuckles echo throughout the bridge at the commander's attempt at humor. Keep an eye on them. Report anything unusual. Aye, Commander. Meanwhile, 200 miles away, something unusual just left the space lane. Ooh, that was uh, refreshing and kind of exciting. You sure that thing's working? Uh, I think so. I mean, they, they flipped the big on switch, and the light lit up on, so... I can't tell if anyone's looking at me. It looks to you, Magnum, like the system is working. So I'm curious, like, so we're inside of, of him right now, right? Of Sweet Spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So, like, if I were to, like, walk up to, like, a bulkhead and, like, scratch in, like, Carapace was here. <laughs> <laughs> like, would that kind of be, like, carved into one of his ribs? Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm just trying to envision, like, what's the... Depends on how he transforms, but, yeah, that'd be, like... You know, someone going up to, like, one of your ribs and just kind of, like, scratching out a couple things, you transform, and if that piece happens to be, like, inside you, once you transform, yeah, it's inside. Well, if you're really clever, you can get it on, like, his front. I was just going to say, the next time he transforms, I want to see where his forehead goes. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a funny thing to say. I'm I'm sure he loves where this is going. I want to see where his forehead goes. Like, <laughs> and you wonder why more bots haven't dropped this out of them in the past. You don't have to just say, "Hey, is there a bomb in you?" Oh no! I, I mean, I I get it. Like, I I totally understand their their point of view now. <laughs> completely. I want to drop you out of me now. But anyway, hey, uh, Magnum, how long does that thing say we have? I don't know. What's the reading on it? How long does this last? Is there a timer? Is there a power meter? What's going on? 
There is a power meter. And so what it's doing is it's drawing energy directly from you, sweet spot. Uh Aha. And you can feel the, 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 the drain on your systems. Now you're you feel like it's it's okay like you nothing's gonna nothing bad's happened to you right now, but you feel that if you keep this turned on too long, it's eventually going to burn its way through all of your reserves, and then once it does that, it's just going to start eating into your your energon, uh, and at that point you're going to start taking stamina damage and then hit point damage. So you can. You can still keep us on for a for a few minutes, sure, but it's you really need to be quick about getting where you need to go. You don't have, you don't have the the time to waste time. Ah, uh, yes, the old uh, crunch time ploy. I get you. Uh. righty. Well, let's uh, let's get ourselves on over to that uh, big honking ship there. Punch it. All right, go for it. Hold on. So Ironhide told you that the. Docking Bay is on the lower of the three levels, uh, on on deck one. How are you planning on getting onto the ship? Are you going to just try to land on the top of it? You're going to try to get yourself into the the docking bay. Just going to crash right through the the front of the the bridge. What are you going to try to do? I I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you wouldn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because it ain't going to happen. Uh, I figured we got uh, two possibilities. Either land on the outside and try to find an access way in, or uh, go go into the shuttle bay, cloaked, and uh, taken by surprise there. Now, we're not visually cloaked, are we? You are. We are? Oh. You are visually cloaked. That's one of the reasons why it is such a, a drain on your power systems. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I think going through the shuttle bay sounds a little obvious that... Even invisible. Yeah, but it, it is kind of a, a guarantee to get on board. Yeah. Well, can you land quietly enough? Well, I'm and not do, well, wild strike. We, if that's what you we mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was wild strike, we'd just go through the bridge. <laughs> easy peasy, you know? Look, I mean, the, the, they're not just going to open the door, though. Well, what makes you think it needs to be open? Maybe it's one of those... Uh, you know, force field things that uh, you just pass through. Let's uh, scan and see what this kind of kind of shuttle bay they have. Scan ends up to you, sir. All right. All right. Go ahead and give me a perception check then. Can I assist with a piloting check? Yeah, I'll allow that. Plus, you probably have some knowledge of uh, kind of ship design, capital ship designs, anyway. So that's what I figured. Like a piloting to figure where best place to land would be. Uh, Get a 29, so plus 4 to the check. So that would be a 24 to perception. 24 on perception. All right. Nice, nice. You have a couple options open to here. The shuttle bay does have a uh, like blast doors on the outside because this is a, a military flagship. So, you know, it, it is a little bit more secure. Uh, however, with that uh, scan, you can find where the like the, the outside access controls are, uh, and you think that it's probably like a manual override to get the shuttle doors open in case of emergencies, so you manage to locate them. There are a couple of access portals along the outside of the ship, uh, probably to just help with egress and getting people out of the getting people out as they need so you can locate them uh there's one on the lower deck which you would think is probably connected to the shuttle bay itself and then there's one on deck two which you think is probably a like a, an emergency like escape kind of uh, uh like emergency escape access also you notice that there are some escape pods uh, lining the sides of the ship uh, so you're not quite certain if you can get in that way, but that's also a, a potential. Uh, and again, you also notice the, the, the bridge on deck three. Uh, and yeah, and that's about it. I'm thinking maybe one of the, the entry ports, either near the on, the on the emergency one or near the, uh, the shuttle bay. Going in through the, uh, the, the landing bay might be rather obvious considering it's a blast door. and We'd have to open it to get in. Right. That's a large yep. door not to notice. Yeah, definitely. Would you know which entrance would be the uh, nearest the computer room? Ironhide was never able to tell you where like the main computer was. 
He suggested it was somewhere on deck two or deck three. Uh, but you also would recognize that since it is an emergency access door, it's probably a little bit harder to kind of get into, whereas the the main door on the lower level will probably be a little bit easier to access. Now, is that main main door, do you mean the the, 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 the bay door or just a, a door that happens to be near the shuttle bay? A door. Think of it like this. So, like the shuttle bay is is like the main egress route into the the ship itself. There is a large bay door for uh, dropping shuttles, ships, and primarily landing. And then there is going to be like an actual door that is linked to like a uh, like an umbilical corridor. Like if it docks at a space station, that would be like where yeah. you you get off. That's if you choose not to take a shuttle from the ship to a station or something like that. So when you say that it's harder to get to, do you mean like from a piloting perspective or from like a engineering computer hacking to get the door open perspective? Uh, both, actually. Okay. Because the emergency exit is just, is just that, an exit, right? Yeah. You think you could get in that way, but like I said, it's just going to be a little bit harder. Might be worth trying, though, because it's a little it's less obvious. All right. I'm hidden there, then. Yeah. I, I believe in your guys' capabilities. <laughs> Which is about as <laughs> which is about as much of a compliment as Carapace is capable. Oh, I've been inside your mind. You're capable of uh, much more. Not verbally, of course, but uh, yeah, in your mind, you, you have higher regard for us than you actually say. Okay, I, I think I'm starting to understand how vulnerable you feel with me inside of you when you when you mm-hmm. say things like that. All right, so we're we're clear. You don't scratch. My insides, I don't tickle yours. I never said that. And you, you know, having been in my mind, you know I wouldn't say that. <laughs> guys, guys, I might be rethinking this whole Empire thing. Well, I can't be flying around out here all damn day. We need to uh, land so I can shut off this power drain of mine. All right, go for it. Sweet spot, you fly up alongside deck two, and you manage to locate the the access hatch for uh, what would be the emergency exit, and you pull yourself up alongside it and kind of spin your kind of spin yourself a little bit so you can get your rear access hatch uh, kind of lined up to where that is. You can you can tell right away that this access door was not meant to connect to you in any way. There is no actual hookups for for anything on here. So, in order to keep things kind of steady, you're going to need to keep the actual keep your actual self, keep the ship itself steady while someone tries to hack into the door controls and get the thing open. So, I'm going to need a piloting roll from you. And a computer's check from whomever is going to help, or whomever is going to try and get the door open. All right, I will notify the the, the crew inside that uh, we're about to come up, so be ready with your uh, tippity-tappin' uh, to get us in on the inside. Sorry, I said uh, computers, I meant engineering on that one. Clickety-clackin', then. May I um, use my grappler to... Like secure, like you know, to shoot it into the the wall of the ship and then secure us that way. Hmm. Like if I if I hold on to you know, like so it's connected to me. So like I shoot it out. I pretty much like fill up the, you know the the doorway that leads to him and you know holding myself to the to him. We are in space, so there's not like there's air resistance, right? So just more of a just it should help keep it stable. Can I? Yeah, it should help it. Can I do that as like an aid another? I guess. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What what right. skill do you want me to use to do that? Like athletics, just like hold me hold us in place. Uh, I want you to do two things. I want you to make a quick attack roll. Don't get a one. Okay. And then athletics to hold you in place. Okay, so I got a ten. More than enough. Okay, good. And then the attack uh, athletics. You said. Yep. Okay, athletics is fourteen plus eleven, so twenty five. Cool. 25. I'm making contact in three, two, one. All right. Oh, the board is going to board. 
There's my uh, paladin to keep us steady. Look at you, look at you, sweet spot. Uh, 33 for me, plus whatever uh, aid I get from my good friend Carapace. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say good friend. I just meant to say friend. You, you, you're allowed to speak the way you speak. Okay. Associate, associate, acquaintance. That wasn't even a nat 20 either, damn. Yep. There's one thing I'm good at. It's piloting. (laughs) And running away. (laughs) Well, well, running anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Running in a direction. All right, so who is doing the engineering check? I guess uh, Pythagoras will do the engineering check. Anyone can, is anyone able to aid? Uh, already busy. There is enough space Uh, in there for one person to aid you. I can try if nobody else can. Let's take a look at Legionnaire. Hey, Legionnaire, do you know how to do stuff? I'm kind of busy. Legionnaire's busy? (laughs) No, I'm kind of busy. Well, I understand that. That's what I'm asking. You and I. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, who is going to be in charge of Legionnaire for this episode? Not it. Not it. I, I can do it if you want. Doesn't look like he has any engineering. So yeah, no, I just I can do it because I do have a rank. Okay, that's, sometimes that's all you need. Not gonna be good, but wow, wild circuit a twenty-two. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> plus four to you. Good thing too, because well, plus four to you a, too. He rolled a three, <laughs> so nineteen for engineering. Nineteen, huh? All right. That's not enough. (laughs) Wild Strikes over there. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're going to break it. With a three, I would be surprised if I opened the wrong thing. So, Carapace, you're holding the... You're helping to hold this ship right up next to the, the access door. And Pythagoras and Wild Strike, you two are, are trying to get the, the door open. And in a, a stunning reversal of roles, it looks like Wild Strike is the one telling Pythagoras what to do, and Pythagoras just is trying to shoot the door open or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like Wild Strike. I'm, I'm running towards it and hitting it with my head. Bong. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you the right tool for the right job? <laughs> uh, so yes, you try for a, a minute or so trying to get the, the door open and it does not open. Uh, is this push instead of pull? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an emergency exit. It would be a pull. <laughs> you may do something before before I pull something. Sweet spot. You can see the the power drain uh, is getting a little close to uh, to red line. You think you have enough time to get one or two more temps before it starts eating into your actual systems. That's okay. That's fine. I'm, I'm sure it's going to get open any time now, any moment. And everyone's going to come inside. We'll all be fine. Is this something we could try again, or is this just a failure? Oh, yeah. No. Try again. Try again. Why didn't it work the first time? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Calm down. Oh, I'm calm. I'm totally fine. I'm up here in space. It's not my usual thing, but I'm, I'm all right. Right out of you know, some, some solid underneath my tires. <laughs> 33 for engineering. That's Wild Strike's help. 33 on... Run into the right thing with my head this time. Calm. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> so you are paying attention. <laughs> yes, thank, uh, thank you, Wild Strike. Whenever you're in the air, we are always paying attention. <laughs> Thirty-three on engineering. That's more than enough to to go ahead and get this thing open. Uh, so yeah, you uh, you go ahead and you disconnect the locking mechanism and kind of slide that uh, seal out of the way and door disconnects and since you got so high on this one I'll uh, let you make the choice on this one did you want to remove the door completely or just kind of open it Uh, bear in mind that if you just open it out to space uh, it might set off an alarm or something kind of inside knowing that the door is 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 open so what's your uh can removing it possibly be even more subtle i mean <laughs> i think if you try to remove it like you end up removing a lot of like the the structure around it too so it's not just hey i popped the door open it's hey i i disconnected the entire mechanism from it oops i 
<laughs> took off the entire door. Um, <laughs> I guess the question would be, what would be the downside of removing the door? Because I'm assuming there's no, you know, atmosphere in the ship. Oh, no, the, the ship is going to have an atmosphere. Even though you aren't required to breathe, you do have fluids and stuff inside you, like hydraulic fluids and stuff like that. Energon also does kind of exist a little bit in a liquid state in your body, so pressure okay. is kind of important. Uh, while you also, can, sound doesn't sound doesn't travel without air. So, yep, that's true on that. Uh, so, while again, you don't need to breathe, and you you aren't subject to to not having oxygen around. Uh, you still need to have some pressure around in order to keep all of your stuff working correctly. Well, here's a here's a fantastic idea. How about you just remove the whole door? You all get inside the chamber. You reattach the door from the inside so that we can get in without blowing anything out and without setting any alarms off. And how about we do that super fast? Is that possible right, to do? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's pretty possible. You might want to do uh, one more engineering check to be sure that you uh, get it welded back in position and it's nice and... and Airtight. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, Wild Strike does not help. Wild Strike runs its head against the wrong thing. <laughs> can, I, <laughs> can I make an athletics check to help hold the door in place? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, five. So that's a 16. So I get a 30 for engineering? Ooh, man. So what's your total? 32, then. 32. Okay. Uh, give me... One quick reflex save. 13 for Wildstrike. 17 for Carapace. Six. Six. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, si- He's a scientist. <laughs> Pythagoras, you get the, the door disconnected, uh, and as soon as you remove that last bolt, the door itself pushes forward towards you as the air within the, the airlock on this uh, pushes outwards and escapes out into the vacuum of space. But luckily, Wildstrike Wild was there to, to help catch you, and Carapace was there to catch the door and keep that in place so it doesn't bowl you over. So even though you weren't able to keep your balance on that one, uh, your two allies were. Oh. Thank you, guys. Uh, I almost became a permanent satellite. <laughs> Glad to have you on board. Thank you for opening the door. We literally wouldn't be here if you didn't do that. Thank you all for using the door, like right now. <laughs> I think he's flashing the uh, use exit light. <laughs> the seatbelt sign has been shut off. All right, let's get let's disembark ASAP. Okay, Carapace, Wild Strike, you two are going to move in. Yep. Pythagoras, I'm sure you recombine with your body and head in from there. Yep. Okay, a legionnaire jumps in right after you. Carapace, you're standing in the airlock, kind of holding the door, kind of outside of it, getting ready to weld it back into place. Right. And sweet spot, you transform yourself. Give me a and... quick reflex save there, sweets. As oh, you a ad- reflex save. As you attempt to land inside the door. Please allow me to show off my skills. Uh, so, a 16. 16 is what uh, Sweet Spot has ruled. You barely made that, Sweet. Yep, I barely did. But I did. Did you roll a 1? Did I? No, I didn't roll a 1. rolled an 8. Rolled an 8. Really? Your reflex is only 16? Only We're 5th level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like, Sweets keeps on rolling, like, piloting checks in the 30s, and he's not even nat- not even doing a nat 20 on it, so... Skills are very <laughs> different than saves. Yep. I'm just assuming that he's, like, super reflexive and can do anything, so... It's high expectations well. for you, Sweet Spot. <laughs> like, the highest save we're going to have in anything is an, a plus 9. That's the highest yeah, possible. Yeah, I, I can see that. So, it's just like... Highest possible, yeah. I know, because that's what my fortitude save is. Mm. All right. So, Sweets, you transform, dive into the doorway, and the moment you do, Carapace, you slam that thing back into position, and Pythagoras, Wildstrike, you guys help out and weld the door back into place. Great. Love it when a plan comes together. I was going to say, it's amazing what luck can do. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't hear a damn thing any of you are saying, because all the air has gone out of this airlock. (laughs) Remarkably peaceful, isn't it? 
So you're standing inside a 10 foot by 10 foot space, and there is a door in front of you. All right, a little crowded in here. Check out the door. Is it just is it just open or? Uh, the door looks like an airlock door, very similar to the one that you just came in. Does our um, sensor bay want to do like a sweep to see if there's just like you know an energon signature like right on the other side of the door? Good idea. Thirty-two perception to check to listen. Listen, sweep for energon. Can't do too much through a door, but can do that. Listen. You're not getting anything beyond the door, and you think because it is specifically designed to be a, an airlock door and to block all of this, so you're not really seeing much of anything. I uh, you I will give you that with with a 32 though. I will give you that you are getting a uh, a very very light energon signature beyond the door. So you think there probably are some energon signatures beyond it, but it. It's impossible to tell how many or how far. Yeah, there might be somebody there. There might not be somebody there. So too what you're saying is... Too thick. So what you're texting is we should be ready to uh, take them quickly. Be ready. Yeah. Better, better, better ready than not. All right. I'll be going in and to the left. Whatever that means. Uh... Yeah, right. yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Well, we'll go in and we'll see what's there because there might not be a left, so there might not be a right. Like you know, that's no. as as far left as I can get. I will, I will get. Right. I want him to see him. I want to see him go left as he can. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So the plan is to pop the door open and rush in. I'm going left abstractly. Mm. <laughs> so just pop the door open quietly and be prepared to jump out. Pop the door open move. casually. Is it, is it, uh, do I need to hack into this door, or is it just open with the controls, or? This one's going to be an engineering check. Alrighty. Because the door really isn't meant to open from this side. It's meant to be an emergency egress, so, mm, you know. Really, this couldn't be an emergency rescue hatch and openable from both sides? They obviously didn't think of that. It's for people to get out. And to get people out. I'm sure emergency folk would have a thing or two to say about the design of this ship. Yeah, where's oh, space OSHA when you need it's it? It's a warship, dude. Haven't you ever seen on the side of those uh, those uh, fighter jets by the by the cockpit uh, a, a little phrase on there? It says rescue with a big old arrow pointing to a lever. Yeah, that's for for that's not for the pilot. That's for planes that are in atmosphere, not starships in orbit. It's not like there's like a space fire truck that's going to come out and look for survivors. It's <laughs> really? A spire truck? A spire yeah. truck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, got 23 for engineering while they argue. So Pythagoras, you... Uh, wait, so who's doing the, the trek there? Is it Pythagoras or Magnum? Pythagoras. Pythagoras, okay. God, it must be like packed in that room with uh, with with... Magnum transformed into a building. Transformed into a little building. <laughs> you got a scrolls to full size. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, Pythagoras, you, uh, yeah, you got this. You, you think you're, uh, you think you can get this door open. You did the last one, no problem, right? So you get, mm -hmm. you go ahead and you get into the mechanisms of this. You disconnect the outer locks, get everything disconnected. You think you're good. You go to pull the door open. Doesn't open. Damn it. All right. All right. I think I... Oh, was I using metric instead of... Who designs <laughs> these ships in, ships in Imperial? All right. Uh, <laughs> no, let's, let's try this again. All right. So, Wild Strike, you're just going to blast through the door, right? Yeah. I'm going to transform and fly right through it. Bam. <laughs> uh, I get a plus four to assist. All right. I'll never expect it. I'll take him by surprise. Oh, boy. A whole... Oh, that's better. That's four. So that's a 30 on engineering with that Wild Strike's help. He's threatening to run into the door. <laughs> better damn well better open. <laughs> it knows what's good for it. The door is angry, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Would sentient doors be a good thing? That'd be a horrible job. Dortron. <laughs> Dortron. <laughs> okay, so with Wild Strike's help... You manage to get the door open, or I should say you manage to get the door unlocked, and with a 30, 
it is high enough where you can crack the door open just a little bit and see into the room. Let me go ahead and move you <laughs> into a spot that is useful for you. Things are about to get real, guys. Yeah, the map's involved now. Okay, so I just revealed a little bit of the map for you folks. And you can see that there is a room in front of you. Uh, looks like it might actually be like a, a lounge or like a break room of some kind. And looking into the space, you can see two bots that are in the middle of the room, but it doesn't look like they have noticed the sound of the door opening. Okay. So that is what you see. Carapace, you still have that wide beam? I do. Might be uh, good if you can get a couple of them in the beam. Right. I, I could also theoretically just stealth by. Because again, if we haven't raised an alarm... They don't necessarily, you know, we could just be walking around in the ship. It's unlikely that they would necessarily be like, immediately, intruder, you know. But we'd all have to get by. Right, but I'm saying, like, I might be able to go in and then just deal with one by, like, walking around the corner, you know. Can we see the back of their necks? I don't know. Can we? Make a perception check. First off, let me ask, who is up front uh, next to the door here? I mean, my instinct is I would be, just because I tend to be the one that breaches, but I also yeah, want, probably both. I also wasn't the one that was working on the door, so it depends on when you say that we're actually doing this. I can imagine you just, like, shove uh, Pythagoras out of the way <laughs> so you can get a better look through the door. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and make a uh, perception check in there and take a look if you want. 25. So you can see these these two bots kind of milling around a bit and it it doesn't look like they're actually doing much of anything one of them is reading on a data pad and it looks like the other one is maybe watching something on a on a screen that you can't see as they they turn and as they kind of just go about their 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 entertainment uh you can see the back of their neck and there is no bug on the back of their necks on both of them also, you can see a little small badge that says C1. You said that there was a, a screen that they were watching. Could I see like any reflections into the room? Like, Are there any other bots in the room? Oh, very nice. What'd you get for your perception again? 20... 25. 25. Yeah, with the 25, I'll allow that. Uh, yes, so the one that uh, is watching uh, the screen, it, it, it's a little hard to tell what it is. It looks like it might just be like a news broadcast or something. But you can kind of see the gl like a glance uh, off to the side, mm -hmm. and you can see one other bot that is deeper into the room. Okay, so I'll, I'll be like, there's at least three bots in the room, and they don't have uh, bugs on their necks and C1 badges. Oh, so... So I take them out? They're, they're probably of the mind of C1 anyway, right. regardless of whether or not they have bugs. Right. So my question is, is we need to learn how easy is it to set up an alarm? Because like, if it's like, a oh, they have to get to this spot, then I will get to that spot. But if it's like a literally they just have to go help, then we're, we have to take all of them out immediately. Do they, do they happen to have, like, radios on them? Do they have... Firearms? Do they have? They are armed. You don't see any radios or anything, but you imagine that they have an internal comm unit, just like you guys do. And also, I didn't describe it, but you can see on the map that there are two doorways. Uh, to your left, one is very close to you, and the other is on the opposite side of the room. Okay. So you're you guys are coming into the ship from the north. So these two doors would be facing. Uh, east, and I think Carapace, you'd also be able to see two smaller doors to the uh, southwest section, uh, next to the uh, the one that's in the reflection. Those doors are closed. You're not certain what they uh, what they are. Hey, Mike, what is uh, what is this down here? This bluish door-looking thing. Uh, that is actually a uh, a window. To the outside? Yeah, you can see space okay. through it. And you can actually see uh, Cybertron below you now, too. 
combat with a view. Is there a way for uh, perhaps Magnum to uh, put up some sort of uh, dampening field to prevent them from calling for help wirelessly? I can imagine he could. He did it on a larger scale with the ship. All right. Sounds like a plan. What do I do for that? Do you have a comm jammer of any kind? No, I think last time Pythagoras used the transmitter on the scanner to try to do that. It was a fa- something of a mixed failure, but last time. But <laughs> Spectacular failure. <laughs> <laughs> the loudest, loudest zone of silence ever. <laughs> so yeah, okay, yeah, that was the one where you tried to, to like, just block the, the the drone from from transmitting out. Okay? Yep, I just broadcast like pink noise, you know, for three hundred miles. <laughs> Can I do a engineering check to create a dampening? Uh yeah you can. Just just like you did last time, right? I think so. I mean I can't imagine what else it would be. It's basically it's basically the equivalent of Pythagoras trying to use a device in an unconventional way. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. The device just happens to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an engineering check and we'll see what you can do. 31. Nice. Jeez, damn. I really got to get a dedicated device for this. We do this a lot. Yeah, I was just thinking you that. <laughs> <laughs> so unlike last time where you just put a giant ball of, of silence all around the ship, so profound that everyone in the area noticed it, this time, you slowly ramp it up. It's still silence, and you think the comms are, are going to blo- be blocked, but this time it, it's a nice gradual increase so slowly that you don't think anyone has noticed. Not only that, but you manage to direct it into the room in front of you, so you think that as long as you are up front, uh, you're not going to uh, block your allies' comms. Uh, but, unfortunately, if you, they do get in front of you, you think that they'll block their comms. Okay, so it's like a cone right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how big it is? You think it probably goes out 30 to 40 feet, but it is going to be uh, uh, blocked by things like walls and stuff like that. So while you may be able to get it uh, in this room, uh, you don't think its effect is really going beyond the the room. Uh, Not only that, you do recognize that it is a... uh, It will block wireless signals, like wireless communications. If something is hardwired like a comm panel in a room or something, then you don't think it's going to be affecting that. All right. We got, uh, we got, we got, we got quiet there. I think we're ready. All right. This down here, I'll point it out, looks like it could be a comm panel on the wall. Can I see it? Yeah, you can see that from there. Pretty much looks like a a comm panel. You think it probably is. I'm going to say that, uh, when this whole shindig begins, I will run to this spot, kind of guard the door and that comm panel. And I will target this guy for any shenanigans that happen. So you are running down to the southernmost door and took going to target the southernmost bot. Yep, that's, uh, that's the plan from, uh, from my perspective. Sweet spot, think you'd sneak down to that door? Because we don't know what's around that corner. Is yeah, that this light- right here, this is a... a like some sort of view screen that they tend to be watching. I don't think I could sneak in front of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just act like you're on the show, you know. <laughs> in today's news, Senator Sweet Spot is still at large. <laughs> hey, how you uh, can, I, can I refresh your drinks there, fellas? <laughs> so this light blue thing at the bottom, is this a closed door? That's a window. Yes, that is a window. You can see Cybertron outside. How wide is this ship? It's a pretty big ship. Didn't we just come in the side? It's long. It's fairly narrow, but... All right. <laughs> it's, it's a... It's a, it's a, long, it's a ship. long, narrow ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> long, thin ship. He's a villain. Half of what he does is think, think in three dimensions. <laughs> All right. Well, if we're going to do this, then go ahead and roll up your initiative. Ooh, child. 
All right, so starting off the round at the top over here, uh, tell me, Sweet Spot, what'd you get? I uh, got a 22.11. And 20. 0.11 isn't that important, although it is to me. That's well enough. All right, 22. And Pat, what did you get? Carapace has a 20. Carapace has got a 20. And Wildstrike, what'd you get? Wildstrike has a 6. Wildstrike with a 6. And Magnum, you bringing up the rear? Yeah, a 9. Got a nine. Nope, you're not bringing up the rear. I am bringing up the rear with a two. Ugh. Wow. Question. Um, this this zone of this cone of silence is this. Do I have to stay in sensor mode for this to keep to maintain this? I'm gonna say yes because you did last time. All right. So I guess he's just gonna be sitting here. We'll call this one the surprise round, which means none of my guys are gonna survive this. Uh, sweet spot, go ahead and lead us off. I am going to go into the room and go straight on down to that uh, console I saw on the wall. And I will uh, look to the fellas that are kind of like in, in the room there and saying, Oh, pardon me, fellas, I just have to check this down here. Don't mind me, please don't get up. Uh, I mean that, I'm going to have to draw my gun and, and shoot you if you do. <laughs> and I'll be all the way down here. <laughs> I, I uh, want to give them a reaction. Picture, can I but... take a picture of our, their faces? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Your, your turn's going to be up in a minute, so no problem. Uh, and don't forget, surprise round, so it is either one move or one attack. Uh, one move or one standard, so. Uh, Carapace, you are up next. Go for it. I'm just moving myself. And that is where I can go. Excuse me, fellas, as I bump through this guy's square. Pat, you said you are controlling Legionnaire, which means... Uh, oh, yeah, Legionnaire. Uh, Legionnaire got a 16 for his initiative, so, Pat, go ahead and uh, go ahead and deal with Legionnaire. Okay. I totally forgot about Legionnaire. See, this is why I don't run NPCs, because I totally forget about them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. He'll move right here. Right behind Sweet Spot. Yep. Okay. So that way he'll have a clear shot at the, the other guy. All right. Magnum. Uh, so Magnum, you're still doing the the the. Uh, you're still doing the uh, the sensor blanking on this, but Pythagoras can take an action as normal. So do I need to use the standard to maintain? Yeah, I think so. Since you're you're doing something that has a, a result on combat, yes. All right, he's going to be sitting there this game then. That's fine. Pythagoras will shoot at this guy because he's the one that's clear. You actually have a clear shot at both of the ones to the right. Okay, actually, then he'll shoot at the one that Carapace is fighting. Sounds good to me. Yes, he is flat-footed. Twelve. Uh, even flat-footed, that's not it. Yeah. Not his bag. Baby. All right, then I'm done. Okay, Wild Strike, you're up next. Yeah, I can see that guy. Yeah, you can see him. Uh, you can also see the other one, but since you are going to be shooting through um, Magnum Square, I think he will have some cover. Uh, if you do get past Magnum and Pythagoras, though, then you will have a clear shot. The only thing is, is you can only move or shoot. You can't do both. I will move up so I can take a clearer shot next time. All right, moving up. Since it's a surprise round, these guys are not doing anything, although they are very surprised that a bunch of bots just moved in from the uh, the escape hatch. And they're like, what, what, what the hell is going on? Who are you? What, what, what is this? This is a celebrity. Rearrange your face. I recognize one of them. That's the, the, that's the, the sweet spot guy, the ambassador. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's good to be recognized. You know, not necessarily for this, but... You know, it's good to get my face out there. This is like your your, your Star Lord moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, contact uh, the bridge. We're being invaded. What? No, 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 no! Don't do that. <laughs> All right, back to the next back, back to the next round because they can't do anything. But you know what? I let him talk a little bit. Sweet spot. <laughs> back to you. All right, uh, gun fully drawn now, and I will train it on this one and. Should he uh, start to, like, make an announcement or say or uh, make a move towards anything that I think could be a communication device, I swear by my pretty 
uh, stickers, I will end him. <laughs> All right. And I will tell. I will tell him so. Uh, you don't. You don't want to move. I swear there. by Just my, my pretty blue bumper. <laughs> <laughs> I swear by my by, by my new candy striping. <laughs> I will end. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Okay, so ready in action. If he goes for a calm of any kind, you're going to shoot him. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, Carapace. Do I happen to see any more of the uh, the physical boxes in the room that I'm in? Can I see more? So, oh, there's a fourth guy over here, too, in addition to... Oh, yes. I'm now in the I, room. I should have, can, I, yeah. guy, right? can I see... I should have mentioned that, yes. Uh, Carapace, Sweet Spot, Wild Strike, and Legionnaire can all see... Uh, a fourth person who was off in the back corner, kind of behind the wall, that you just couldn't see from your uh, your angle right. that you were looking in. Uh, so yes, you do see the fourth one there, and you are standing right between two of them. Yep. Just walked right up. Can I see another one of the um, actual, like, touch on the wall boxes, like, over here? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. The wall calm? I see. Is that the wall there? Yeah, it looks like all wall, uh, although okay. this looks like it could be a door down over here. Possibly. That is a door. Oh, that's Perception a Perception is 20, 24. 24. You take a quick look around the around the room to get your bearings. Uh, you don't see any comm devices or any like wall units within the, like, the western section of the room. It looks like the only one that's there is the one next to uh, Sweet Spot. What's this thing then? Uh, what thing you're looking at? Oh, that little kind of thing on the wall. Uh, that is elevator controls. Okay. And you can see that it looks like there is an elevator on the, the western side of this uh, of this space. And now that you can kind of see inside the room a little bit more, uh, there are two doors heading off of this kind of big like meeting space here uh, to the north. There's two tons to the south, which you already saw. And it looks like there is uh, three openings to the west. One looks like an elevator. The other looks like uh, maybe like a uh, like a staircase or uh, kind of like an uh, uh, like an egress route to maybe go to the upper and lower decks. That's right here. Yes. Okay. That one there. Then I will move one, two, three. Um, and then I will take a shot at this gentleman. Okay, and I'm I'm using my new Aurora Arc Caster. Ooh, that's the one you got from Ironhide, right? It is. And I roll a ooh eighteen plus thirteen, so thirty-one to hit. That yeah, that's probably yep, it. I, I I figured this is this is what I do. <laughs> uh, and I rolled two d six and oh. 2d6. Nice. Uh, two sixes. So that's a nice way to start. Ooh, uh, so max damage, is, huh? Yes. So that is 17 electricity damage. 17 electricity. Ooh, yep. That is a spicy hit. And then it has the arc special ability. So because both him and me are within 10 feet of each other, I can choose which one, and it will arc to this guy, and he takes... Another D6 plus 5. Another 6. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, 11 electricity damage. I think I need to check those dice there. <laughs> no, I mean, this is one of those I'm like, wow, I rolled 3D6 and I got three sixes. Like, that's obviously that's a 1 in 216 chance. Uh, you don't need to make an attack roll on the one it arcs to, correct? Uh, you do not. It's just, as far as I know, it's just a it, it, it hits the next target. And you said 11 points of damage to that one? That's okay. correct, yeah. So 17 on, we'll call him A. 11 on, the guy will call him B. Sweet spot, you are closest to C. And the one on the southern side, we'll call him Jeff. 4. You know, you can you can assign uh, little, uh, little dots to these uh, tokens. So to be clear, for the viewers... Uh, Carapace has targeted the red bot and has arced to the blue bot. Uh, I am closest to the green bot, and the one further into the room closer to Carapace is the orange bot. That one's number four. Yep. A, B, C, and four. Make a different Bernardio format. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, number four-inch, four-inch bot. 
Well, that was a spectacular turn there, Carapace. Over 18 damage with one hit. So that is nice. All right. Well, don't go anywhere, Pat, because it is Legionnaire's turn next. All right. Okay, awesome. So Legionnaire is going to uh, move north one uh, spot, and he's going to pull out his obtuse corona, and he will take a <laughs> shot, and it will... Here comes the rota! Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's a blast area of effect, which now that I'm seeing what it can do, I might have to invest in one of these things. Uh, it will hit all four of them and not hit me. So that's that's ideal. And he wow. rolled a... An 18 to hit, which because they're flat-footed, I believe it hits all of them. For a blast, you roll one attack against each target in the cone, oh. starting with those closest to you, and each attack takes a minus two penalty. It's not in it; they're not cumulative. It's just you you roll against each right. each, each one. Yeah. Okay. So so I have to make yeah. four attack rolls. Is what you're saying? Okay. Yep. Okay. At a minus two. Yep. At a minus two, and that's why it's plus five and, and you not roll, plus seven. And you roll damage once. Yes. For all okay. Time. So it does. If I hit them, it'll do 12 damage. Um, and mm-hmm. let me just roll... So that was an 18 on the first one. Uh, we were targeting the green or the blue one, number two or three for the, the first uh, one. Let's make it green. Okay. Uh, and let me pull up his sheet again. Yeah, three 18s and then a 12. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You're on fire tonight. Yeah. So are these guys? Yeah, it's damage, so... Oh, the, the 12 probably doesn't hit, though. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. So, Okay, so so orange does not get hit. <laughs> so the two up front, uh, no problems. Uh, that's a, It's more than enough to hit them, especially flat-footed, so that's fine. Uh, the one in the back, I will give a minus two because he's actually going through a whole bunch of things. Uh, a little bit of furniture and uh, one of his allies. Uh, and even at minus two, it still hits. So you still hit all three. Beautiful. Okay, so you said that was 12 damage to each of them? That is correct. Yep, 12 fire damage. Does red go down? Uh, No, red is still up. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Wow, you are just dealing out the damage over here on this round, huh? Oof. Okay, Magnum. All right, well, you'll maintain the... He's going to maintain the... uh... The Watchmadigger. The Watchmadigger, gotcha. He's gonna go up to the next to Wild Strike, right? Yep. And I will use Energon to give you plus one on your next attack. Thank you. Magnum will do nothing in particular. Alright, well, speaking of Wild Strike, you are up next. Nose first? Nose first. Fill away or nothing. Um. I will take a full round action and invoke my Marksmech ability. Ooh! Can I determine between the blue and green which one looks more injured? I'll say that you know that the blue one has been hit twice. Okay. So you you can assume that was more damage, but if you really want to to make like a perception check or something in order to try and suss that out, you can. Um, But you're probably not going to get a whole lot more than that. That's fine. I'll go for blue then. Go for boo? Let's see. Go for boo. So that's a 30 to hit. Yikes, 30 to hit. And I rolled a 1 for damage, which sucks, but that's a total of 24 damage. Uh, sonic damage. Holy sonic shit. damage? At wow. minimum. Wow. How the hell did you do On that? On strike. No. Take that back, that'd be 15. <laughs> 15 sonic damage. 15 sonic. So, oh, you already I for, I forgot you calculated the, uh, it in already? Yeah, I forgot I had that thing that actually automatically works. The damage. <laughs> okay. You took, you took the just, time to actually program it into to roll 20. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I did I didn't that. think that I had, but now I'm looking at it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that should work. Okay. And that's against the blue dude. Yeah. He is still up, but he is, he is very badly burned. Damn. Oh my god, I actually get to take a turn now? No. Allegedly. This is hilarious. Like, I finally get to shoot something. They're all still alive, too. <laughs> One of them barely, but still, they're all still alive. Ah, uh, okay. So let's start off with... 
I will start off with the orange guy in the bottom there because he has a very easy decision to make. He's just going to go out the carapace because he's the only one who is in range even a little bit. He's going to back up two spaces and draw a weapon while he's doing that. He's going to try to shoot you with a 12. So, yeah. Probably not a hit, right? No, no, not a, not a, not a... If, not if, even a if you bit. doubled it, you still wouldn't hit. Well, yeah. All right, well, shit. He can't do anything more than... <laughs> <laughs> he moved, he drew, and he shot. So that is that. Uh, okay, good. Uh, the red guy, he is going to do the same thing. He is going to take a shot at you, Carapace. And this is going to be a little bit better. Uh, a... A 21. Still a miss, I bet, right? That is is a miss. All right. Well, that sucks on both counts. Sweet spot. The one in front of you. Legionnaire. Uh, The one closer to you, I should say. Legionnaire? You're talking about Legionnaire, right? He's talking about green. He, he He just doesn't want to get shot, that's all. No, I don't want to get shot. Well, you know what? He's going to shoot you. Is he going to shoot you? Yeah, he's going to shoot you. Because he knows all about Ambassador Sweet Spot. All about your good works, helping the the neutrals and the colonists, and he is not happy about it at all. Not at all. All right. Well, that's my shot then. Uh, you had readied the action to... Not not to be a stickler here, but you had readied the action if he was going to pick up a comm unit, not a weapon. You think I would make that distinction? You think I would be calm enough to say, oh, it's not a comm unit, it's okay. <laughs> if he reaches for anything, I'm going to panic and pull the trigger. You know me by now. Uh, that's too true. Uh, you, are a, you are a southern gentleman after all. <laughs> yep. I gave him a chance, but he decided to draw first. It didn't matter what he was drawing, I was going to shoot. Okay. Uh, would you get to hit? Uh, I got an 18 to hit. An 18 to hit, and is that a get against EAC, I'm assuming, right? Uh, it was in reaction to his action, so I, I would assume yes. And an 18 is going to be a hit. Okay, then. Uh, that would be uh, five points of fire damage. Five points of fire damage. That hit is successful, so good. Uh, and green is going to shoot at you, sweet spot, for a 29. Oh, wow. Which actually might be a critical. I was going to say, like, Jesus, if it's not, a, if it's not a threat. Uh, no, it is not. It is not a critical. It's just one off. Roll the 19. Five damage. That's it, huh? Oof. That's uh, not as impressive as I was hoping. All right, so the blue one is... Well, Pythagoras and Magnum, you haven't taken a shot at him, so he's not feeling threatened by you. Uh, but he'll go ahead and try to contact the bridge. So he will attempt to use his comm unit and realize that, well, something is something's wrong over here. His comms are not going through. Bridge, bridge, we're being invaded. Someone burst through the, uh, the, escape, the escape hatch on the, near the lounge. Bridge, what's going on? Bridge? <laughs> Respond. <laughs> You're all alone there, pal. And I will say that is his standard action, uh, and he will take a move to back up just, just a little bit. Back up to the top of the round here, Sweets. What do you want to do? Uh, well, is uh, Green still uh, active? Oh, yeah. And he is on because he did shoot me. Of course he is. Damn it. Now I'm going to have to get that buffed out. you you got to pay. Get a little blast mark on your shoulder there. Well, I'm going to give him a little blast mark in his chest. A little carbon scoring? <laughs> and I don't think that's going to do. 13? No. 13 is a miss. Anything else here, Sweets? Uh, yep. I will take a uh, five-foot step here. Uh, and I will glance... In this direction. See what's over there. That is a door. There is no window on the door, and the door is closed. Okay, that's the way I like it. Carapace, 
And then followed by Legionnaire. Okay, Carapace is going to charge up his arc caster again, and he's going to take a shot at red. And big money, no whammies. Okay, seven. Seven plus 13 is a 20. A 20 is a hit. Wonderful. Then I do 7 plus 5 is 12 electricity damage. 12 electricity on the red. That's number 1. And then the lightning then arcs to doing 8 points of damage to blue. Holy chain lightning, Batman. 8 on him. Correct. Sounds good to me. Follow it up with Legionnaire. Legionnaire. Do some big... Big damage. Let me pull up his character sheet again. How's Legionnaire feeling to you? Uh, I mean, I think he's going to level the room right now, so he's feeling pretty good to me. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to make my four attacks, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to look at them. I'm just going to do them first. So Tell me which one the first so one So closest is green, so that's a seven, so that's a miss. That's a miss. Uh, then the next closest would probably be blue. So blue is an 18 to hit. Uh, that is a hit on blue. And he takes 10 fire damage. Then orange would be next closest. Well, is the first roll the damage, or are they rolling damage individually? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Pardon. Apologies. That was a good question. Uh, which one? Which? So the first attack didn't actually hit. So, but. It rolls the damage each time because it's part of the like attack thing. Which which one do you want to be the one that does damage? Let's do the first because I haven't seen it and I don't know what it okay. is. Okay, uh, it happens to be max damage, so that's convenient. Uh, so that's fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's thirteen. So green was missed. Blue just took thirteen, and blue drops to the ground. Beautiful. Nice. Dead. Uh, then orange is a twenty to hit. Uh, orange is a 20 to hit. I am going to give you a minus 2 on that one because green is in the way along with some furniture, but that still is a hit. Beautiful. So 13 damage. And red is 11 to hit. And red is 11. Uh, that is a miss. All right, Magnum. What you going to do, man? He's going to maintain the sensor thing. I guess we'll just give uh, Wild Strike another plus 1. Sounds good to me. And speaking of Wild Strike... Drop red if you can. That's what I was going to say. Can I shoot red? Okay, from where I am? Uh, do, 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 do. There is a wall kind of-ish in the way. You can see that little like, triangular piece sticking out. Mm. I will give him cover, but you can attempt to shoot him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a full round again. And so there'll be a 28 for my attack. Holy fuck. God damn. Yeah, yeah, 20 to hit. 19 damage. Apparently, Wild Strike now has a gun that shoots trucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, or no. Little no. planes. Yeah, they shoot little Wild Strike. <laughs> <laughs> wham, wham. You want a piece of me? Nice. Yeah. Have it that Mach 5. <laughs> How many times can you do that, that uh, Mark's Mech ability again? As much as I want. Who the fuck wrote this cockamimi rule set, huh? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, here is what's going to happen. We got orange and we got green left. So orange, orange is going to move to the far western side of the room, out of range of Legionnaire's fucking (laughs) shotgun. (laughs) Which takes shells, ironically. (laughs) Somehow. And he is going to shoot at you, Carapace, and I think I got you. Oh, I definitely got you. I got a nat 20 on you. But what is, what's what's his, his bonus? Uh, it is going to be a total of, this one is, that one is a total of 29. Okay, yep. So that hits and it's a crit, oh, right. so you do, do your damage. All right. Yeah, finally. Let's do this. Not quite max damage, but kind of close. Four, five, uh, 13 damage. Oh. Electricity damage, if it makes any difference. I'll take it. Green is going to... Well, there's no way he can really move to that's going to be out of range of Legionnaire's blasty shit. Like, what do you shoot? The room. <laughs> yep. Uh, here's what he's going to do. He is actually going to move up to right next to you, sweet spot. So if you have a melee weapon, you will provoke. 
Or he will provoke, not you. Yes, sweet spot, you will provoke. And he is going to take a shot at Legionnaire because he thinks he is the bigger threat. Since he is standing next to you, sweet spot, again, if you have a melee weapon, out you will provoke, but I do not think you do. I do not. Okay, he gets an 11 against Legionnaire, and I am 99% certain that is under his AC. So, he misses. Well, shit. Okay. That's those two. Well, at least uh, if Legionnaire is going to shoot him, he's going to also shoot Sweet Spot, too. That's the price we're willing to pay and take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the price where... What? <laughs> uh, Magnum. From behind you, you hear a door open. Two bots are behind the door. They raise their weapons at you. And we'll see you next time on episode 50. Woo! 50! 50! Nice. <laughs> Not to 50. Uh, that's how much damage Magnum's take. <laughs> no. Damn it, Wild Strike. Why do you turn on us? Just because I'm a building. You can't, you can't resist it. Like, He's a Decepticon. This is Blaster. Blasting out to the airwaves, bringing you the latest and greatest hits and news updates. I have big news for you today, so keep those audio receptors turned up to the max. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wild Strike, the Decepticon, is played by Mike M. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. Sweet Spot is played by Adam Ichu. And last but no way least, Rex and his dino buds, Laser, Grazer, and Laser, are played by Rob Muller. Keep the hits coming by supporting the show at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And tune in to the Transmissions Network for all your Transformers news and reviews. This is Blaster, the voice of Cybertron's airwaves, blasting out.